Thank you for joining Conversations for the Animals, the Houston Pet Set Podcast. I am Lisa Tynan, and I am joined today by, I sort of want to call you like royalty of Houston (laughs) animal welfare, because I don't know anyone who doesn't know you or who hasn't worked with you. Gloria Zenteno with Barrio Dogs and Unity for a Solution and like a whole list of other organizations that you work with, which is truly incredible. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Lisa. What a nice compliment. (laughs) Well, I mean, truly, I, you know, we're all online. We're all on Facebook. And I don't think a week goes by that you are not attending some really important (laughs) community event. And it's just, first of all, I don't know how you have the energy to work do rescue and also just be so involved in the community. But I think it's part of what makes your perspective so important in animal welfare is you are out in the community all the time with the people who we are working with and and trying to support and pet owners. So, well, it didn't start out that way. Oh no. Okay. So, so tell us the origin story of Gloria then. Yeah. So I'm a native Houstonian. I was born and raised in the East end. I was in corporate, uh, my former career, almost 30 years, and things changed. Um, um, I I moved back to my community over 15 years ago, um, and then I started seeing all the stray animals, dogs on chains, pregnant mamas. And at that time, I would drive to my really great job in the Galleria and see a totally different life over there. People walking their animals on leashes and they're healthy. And then I would come back to my community and see these tragedies every day. And I thought, why isn't anybody saying anything about this? Um, so I'm, we're dug in. My husband and I are now, you know, we're, we're committed to the community. We love the East End. Um, and that's really how the story started. So I started getting involved with some rescue groups, all great animal welfare groups. But I realized really quickly that they weren't doing um, what I felt was important, and that is education and community outreach. So that's kind of how the mission started with Barrio Dogs. And it's um, started out also as a family affair. Um, my family are musicians. Um, they kind of start helped us jumpstart the organization and get the name out there. And it just took off. Um, yeah. We're almost 13 years. We're getting ready to celebrate our 13th anniversary in the spring of March 2023. And um, although we've done a lot of great work, as you know, there's still so much <laughs> yeah. work out there. Yeah. So the reason I'm always out in the community is I do community relations for uh, several nonprofits. And so I just get to attend a lot of events. And yeah. it's uh, great because I get to talk about Barrio Dogs as well. Yeah. So for for those who may not speak Spanish, barrio means neighborhood. Neighborhood. Yeah. It's so nothing slang or negative. No. It's it's <laughs> ju- it means neighborhood dogs, and and you primarily focus on the East End community, correct? Yes. And I wish we could do more, but we are having a hard time even tackling the East End. Yeah. But that's why we have a sister organization called Unity for a Solution. Similar concept, uh, getting out there with spay and neuter initiatives and out in the community, but we focus all over Houston Mm -hmm. in uh, communities like Fifth Ward, Second Ward, Denver Harbor, uh, with communities that have this need. Right. And so let's delve a little bit into that need, because you talked about the juxtaposition really between certain neighborhoods, the, the River Oaks, the Galleria areas, and the what I consider where I live to be the heart of Houston, the East End and and the wards. What is what is the issue that you are trying to address with Barrio Dogs and with Unity and, and what's missing? What are we not addressing? 
Well, I just think that uh, residents in this community don't have access to low cost or free spay and neuter. I think that they genuinely care about these animals. They just don't have resources. Um, You know, we, we get in the community, we talk to these individuals. People will say, you know, I found a stray dog and then it was a mama and it had five puppies. And, you know, if they're struggling to pay their electric bill or, you know, gas for the car, you know, which one are they going to choose? So we just feel like investing in the community in this way and providing free access for spay, neuter, vaccination and microchip. um, That's a, a, a good solution. Um, the children is another big investment for us. We get into the schools, primarily elementary, because we feel like investing a really young is important. And that's mind blowing. I mean, we'll be in a cafeteria style, auditorium style where there's 300 children Mm -hmm. and we might bring one of the dogs that we've rescued off the streets. And it's very impactful. It's things that they'll remember and they take home literature in English and Spanish to their families. And I mean, I still remember things that I learned in grade school and middle school. So we think it's important to invest in our children. That's one of our core programs. Absolutely. And and you and I were discussing a little bit earlier that that education aspect that is so wanting, not just in Houston or in Texas, but really curriculum wide across the country, that's something that um, one of our partners, Texas Humane Legislation Network, mm-hmm. is planning on focusing in the coming year, which is so wonderful. Love it. You know, the I I don't remember in my childhood ever learning about really <clears throat> animals at all. I didn't either. In school. I didn't either. And I, you know, I was lucky to grow up in a family that had pets and loved animals, but not everybody has that early exposure. And it's it's mind blowing to me that it's such a part of our life. It's such a part of our community. And we're not talking to children about it. That's crazy. Yeah. And for me, living in the East End and growing up, it took me leaving and then coming back to see that in a different Mm -hmm. way. So I think that people are just used to it and thought it was just the norm. Sure. But um, no, it's not. Animals are our family and we can make a bigger difference uh, through education and um, our community. So if, you know, if someone <clears throat> is interested in, you know, what Barrio Dogs does, how, because you are primarily volunteers and, and what are the types of things <clears throat> that people me. do with Barrio Dogs? You know, on a day-to-day basis, are are you rescuing dogs? Are you... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we are not a rescue group, yes. <laughs> um, but it's it's difficult not to rescue because, right. I mean, I feel like uh, being part of the community, I live in the community. I feel like it's still our responsibility to do some of that. And yeah. we do. Of course. And, it's hard to say no. Oh, when and, and, at and you. if you see an animal, which we still see so many, if you see one that's in distress or have been injured, we're not going to turn our backs on that. I know Houston Pet Sets the same way. <laughs> yeah. um, we just have to do that. And uh, no, currently we are still volunteers. We have somebody who answers our phone calls and emails. And, you know, we have people that help us with marketing and social media and um, kind of all over the place. I do a little bit of everything. Yep. Um, we have events uh, every Every year we do a spring and a fall fix it. We're a spay and neuter initiative. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, 
We're doing one on Saturday, which will be at Days of Olive Park. It's our yeah. fall fix it. We are anticipating 75 to 100 residents mm-hmm. come and sign up their pets. They'll re- free, receive free spay neuter vaccination marker chip. Emancipet is our veterinary partner. Houston Humane Society will be providing food. We're going to have collars, leashes, uh, information in English and Spanish. And again, we do these events, but we think that partnership is huge. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> we can't do them without grants from Houston PetSet. So um, it's it's nothing that we can all do alone. I just still believe in collaboration and partnerships. Absolutely. And at these events, and, and I, you know, I've had the privilege of attending some of them. We've done events together. When, when you're talking to the pet owners that show up and you talked about the financial need, and of, of course that's you'd, what is the feedback that you get? I mean, do people feel like they're being seen or heard? Do they feel like they're being left behind? Do you get the sense that they have the resources at all that they need? Oh, no, I don't. I mean, we have people show up that are in tears. They can't believe that we're going to provide this service for yeah. them. They almost feel like, what's the catch? And do we need to bring proof of our light bill and address? No, we create no barriers. Um, now, we typically have to target specific zip codes because we're in the East End. Right. But I will share that, you know, if somebody comes outside of the zip code, we still sign them up because we try to figure out, okay, if we can't help them, can another partner help them like Unity for Solution or Houston Pets? So we're going to get that animal done. So, yeah, people are struggling out there. People still have not recovered from COVID. Um, I mean, the price of so many things are going up. I mean, groceries gasoline. It's been a tough year, tough couple of years. Yeah. I mean, even going back to Harvey, people still haven't fully recovered. People are still living in houses that are, that haven't been rebuilt. And, and you will find of course, that certain communities received support before others. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the need and it's, nobody is out to, to try and demean, you know, second ward, fifth ward, third ward. It's, they are being left behind Mm -hmm. deliberately and the groups who are out there and, and communicating with them and asking what they need. We, you know, we, we did a surprising event, you and I, (laughs) a couple months ago where we were, we were nervous. People weren't going to show up for (laughs) free microchips and vaccines. (laughs) And we had thousands of people show up. Yes. And the, just by word of mouth. And that mm-hmm. was what astounded me is that once somebody hears there are resources for me, mm-hmm. they will drop everything for yes, their pets. It was 100 degrees out. People were waiting in line for hours. They were committed to the animals. Yes. It's, and it's I, it always breaks my heart when I see and it. It breaks my heart even more when I see it coming from within the rescue community. This quick judgment of pet owners because they haven't received, haven't given their pets the care that maybe we would consider a priority, but if it's not accessible to them, right. As soon as it's made accessible, they show up. And it's so expensive. I mean, if we didn't have a veterinarian partner like Emancipet Houston, we would be in trouble. Yeah. Uh, But I understand. I mean, these clinics are private clinics. Mm -hmm. They have staff, they have insurance. So, Prices are going up for them as well. Absolutely. So we just need more uh, affordable vet care in the city of Houston. 
more people sponsoring free. Mm -hmm. And I think it'll start to help. I mean, we have a big job in the city of Houston, but I've been doing this for 13 years now with Barrio Dogs. And I mean, I'm in. I'm, yeah, <laughs> there's no I live, back it out Yeah, <laughs> I live in the community. I'm invested. And so I really want to see change. And yeah. um, so I'm, I'm, I'm dug in. Yeah, and, and it's a... It's hard to see the forest for the trees sometimes when we are so deeply embedded in it that we feel it can be discouraging when we see so much need. Mm -hmm. But pulling back a little bit, seeing some of the victories that we have had, there is progress being made. For sure. And more people are, are aware of the problem now. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I appreciate that so much news has been focused on what's going on in the city and the county with our homeless animal problem. Because if people don't know about it, they can't vote mm -hmm. to fix it. They can't advocate with their city council members. Mm -hmm. There are so many different avenues that the average Houstonian can go to try and help the problem, even if they're not going to have their own nonprofit. <laughs> oh, yes, totally agree. Yeah. So, I mean, we have, like I mentioned, community and education. So we have a youth and pause program for our children Fix It is our community outreach where we sign up residents for free spay and neutering. Mm -hmm. But during COVID, our need like tripled. I'm sure it did oh, yeah. for you guys too. Yep. Um, and it was interesting to us, or alarming, that people didn't know the basic things like, you know, what's the difference between BARC and SBCA mm -hmm. and how do I report animal cruelty? And so because of that, we started a Neighborhood Advocates uh, project. Okay. And it's been really successful. I mean, we've had, you know, our first webinar, we had 30 people that participated wow. and these residents started becoming advocates for their own neighborhood, emailing, calling, uh, elected officials. We even had several of them speak in front of council. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And I just think that, you know, we're a small area. I just think that we need to do advocacy in a bigger way. Mm -hmm. Uh, in the city city of Houston, and so I hope that uh, you mentioned earlier that Houston Pet Set may be taking that on next year. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> please. It's, I mean, it's it's such a it's such a what we think of as a huge problem, but having conversations with people not in animal welfare, it's mind boggling what they don't know. I know, I know. It could be our closest friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What you didn't know that, but yeah. And with you know with. Thanksgiving coming up and with the holidays coming up, it's a really great opportunity for people to sit down and be like dinner table advocates, right? Mm -hmm. And to talk about what the problem is and break it down to manageable action items. So, you know, what what are some action items that you give somebody to say, you know, how can I help my community? Like on that webinar, what do you, how are you empowering people to advocate? So we, you know, I, I'd use my story is that I worked for a council person at one time mm -hmm. and I had no idea how powerful it was for people that were calling in mm -hmm. and emailing. Your voice really matters with an elected official. And I don't think they realize that. Yeah. And I said, if you don't want to speak in front of council, you can just write an email. Mm -hmm. You can just call. So we gave them kind of um, uh, canned um, um, narratives, what to, to email sure. them about. But also that if they wanted to have like if a civic president wanted to have an event, um, you know, where they're just passing out literature about Barrio Dogs or they can make up their own literature. Mm -hmm. We could help with food, collar, leashes, and we'll sponsor that. 
just kind of just <laughs> spread that message yeah. far and wide. Yeah. Um, just trying to uh, create new leaders. It is. It's again, going back to, you know, we've, we've been doing this a long time and it sort of feels like it's all of the same people and, and we're all beating the same drum, but getting new fresh voices in there can make the world a difference Yes, yes. and reach people who haven't been paying attention yet. Yeah. It's such a big problem. We need, we need an army. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. It sometimes feels like we already are a little militant, mm -hmm. but in a good way. Yes. Um, so if I am Joe dog lover or Jane cat lover, and I want to get involved with Barrio dogs and with unity for a solution, how do I do that? So we're all over social media. Yeah. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We have a website uh, for Barrio Dogs. You can reach us at barriodogs.org. That's B-A-R-R-I-O-D-O-G-S dot O-R-G. And we have an email info. Barrio Dogs, if you Google Barrio Dogs, we have a telephone number. So people go. can just call us there. Um, we are getting ready to celebrate, as I mentioned, 13 years. So awesome. we're having a, um, our, our normal location in the East End, a little cafe bar that, um, there's art, music. Oh, um, fun. so that's, uh, March 26th in 2023. It's only five months away. I was just counting on my <laughs> yeah. fingers earlier. Yeah. Yeah. We're already almost yeah. to 2023. <laughs> yeah. And it'll be our third year to combine it with Pedal for Paws. We started that oh, in the year okay. of COVID because yeah. it wasn't safe to congregate. So we started a bike tour through the East End. Um, so save the date. Save the date. <laughs> and one of the things I'll tell you, one of the things that I love so much about Barrio Dogs is that I see you partnering with groups outside of animal welfare, which I think is such a novel. It shouldn't be a novel idea, but it is that we're yeah. also used to partnering with each other. But, you know, if if someone has never heard of you or doesn't know where to start in the world of animal welfare, having these celebrations and parties and events yeah. with outside groups is so brilliant yes and simple yes yes so i'm a strong partner with or barrio dogs is with east end communities mm -hmm. and they're a coalition of all of these organizations that are trying to do great things to improve the community mental health you know exercise access to 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 more um, vaccines i mean it's 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 just a great idea right. and so when they invited us to partner we do all different types of events all together. It's fabulous. Yeah. But still, I think partnering with animal welfare groups is also very important. Yeah. We don't need to be working in these silos. I know it happens because we're drowning in our own groups, but I just think it's so important to work together. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what I love about Unity for Solution. I'm one of the original co-founders. And that started because... Barrio Dogs thought we could just turn over the rescue group groups, you know, the rescues to mm -hmm. all these other groups, right? Right. right. Well, they were all <laughs> drowning yeah. in fosters, not enough adopters, not enough money. And then that's how that kind of started. Like, let's just all work together. And mm -hmm. Houston Pet Set has been very supportive yeah. and is one of our partners, too. So I think unity is also um, valuable and important. And I hope that it grows even more. You just celebrated 10 years. We just had a great 10-year anniversary, and it was a great success. And if people want to get involved, it's uh, unityforasolution.org, and you can reach us at info at unityforasolution.org. It's, it's in the name, right? Unity. And we, we have had so many conversations about, you know, you and I, but also I'm sure everyone listening from the rescue community about why our 
why aren't we working together more and duplicating efforts right. i mean it's we're 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 not as efficient as we could be right mm-hmm. um so we're hoping groups like unity for a solution like barrio dogs like houston pet set who aren't rescues but mm-hmm. who are deeply embedded in the rescue community um we want to get everyone on the same page and so we're not battling for funds and we're not battling for who can get the most likes on Facebook or whatever. We're all doing the same thing. Right. Let's try and play to our strengths and, and be more efficient and utilize these somewhat sparse funds (laughs) in the best possible way. Um, It's, it's really, I think the only way forward for us to be able to tackle this homeless animal crisis, because if we're all fighting each other, for the same territory, you know, the, the real people and the real beings suffering are the animals and, and the yep. owners. Yeah. So let's all work together, everybody. That's right. <laughs> we're, we're doing the staring at the camera thing because it's that important that we're all on the same team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's I, always been important to me. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I focus in the East End. Uh, and believe me, I'd love to branch out, but I can't even. It's just overwhelming. Yeah. But I think for Barrio Dogs, we've always wanted to have positive partners. Um, There's no reason for any of this, you know, competition uh, because in the end, like you said, Mm -hmm. it's for the animals. Yes. And one thing I have noticed, and I will say it, it brings me probably the most hope out of any of this, is I'm seeing now networks between organizations and fosters where Mm -hmm. if someone is full, they say they're reaching out and tr- and reaching out to our compatriots and other mm-hmm. groups and saying, you know, we don't have space for this dog, but we can help you and we'll pay for this. And there's a, yes. there's a little bit more of this branching out yeah. and reaching in for each other. Yeah, I've got to give some shout outs. I mean, Anna Barbosa with K911. Mm-hmm. Love you, girl. <laughs> she has helped me transport and also Lola's lucky yeah. dog. I mean, just amazing. I mean, we cannot do this alone. It's, yeah. it's just hard work. So when we can work with partners like that, it's just a win-win. Yes. And we talked about a little bit before uh, we started recording about the risk that all of us face with burnout. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> we've all been there mm-hmm. uh, questioning our our choices of why we do what we do. And I hope that all of our listeners, whether they are volunteers or staff or just animal lovers, are taking an opportunity to take some time for yourselves and because there's so much work to be done. Yes. And if we go full steam ahead all the time and never stop to take a practice, a little self-care, we're going to run out of people. And if we run out of people, the animals are, are out of luck. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, so take time for yourself. Yes. And that also goes for you. I know. Gloria. <laughs> <laughs> this is, we, we all need it. And, mm-hmm. and, few people are out in the community as much as you are. And I hope that you are also being supported in everything that you're doing. And if Houston Pet Set can do that, by golly, we're going to do it. Awesome. Well, um, I've got this retreat idea. Yes. We'll talk about that later, <laughs> Tina and Tam. We're scheming. <laughs> we, have a, we have an idea. It involves yoga and meditation. We're very excited about it. More to come on that. Um, I... I'm always impressed by how um, positive and hopeful Unity for a Solution and Barrio Dogs really are about making the community better. And 
focusing, there's nothing wrong with focusing in on your neighborhood because that is the place that you know and the place that knows you and lives in you. And so um, thank you for that because it's also it's also my neighborhood. That's right. <laughs> and I, I love being out and about and seeing the events and everything that y'all are at. And it gives me hope and I hope that the people that we work with and, and our friends and our family are seeing that and feeling inspired by that because... Yeah. We got a lot to do, but there are groups like yours that are that are working hard every day and doing it. So thank you for everything that y'all do. Well, keep up the fight. Yeah. Don't and burn out. <laughs> I need that retreat. Yes, we need that. Retreat. So you live in Second Ward and that's a big part of the East End. My yeah. family, that's where I was born and raised. My mm -hmm. family goes back almost 100 years. Wow. So that's my commitment. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like I have to do something to make the neighborhood change to improve the future for our animals and our pets in the community. Yeah. So. And the people that love them mm -hmm. because they deserve that attention and care and to be valued just as much. Yes. Absolutely. Gloria, always a pleasure <laughs> spending time with you. Thank you Same for... here. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. And thank you for everything that you do and for your volunteers who, anytime I see them, are just the happiest, most wonderful volunteers. They are fabulous. Barrio Dogs and Unity for a Solution are sister organizations, and they are doing incredible work, not just in the East End, but across the city of Houston and, and Harris County. So look them up, volunteer, support them, um, and cheer them on as they work to make things better for the city of Houston. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. you, Lisa. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next season. This is, oh, by the way, this is our last episode of 2022. Aww. Congratulations, you're closing us out. Yay. Everybody have wonderful holiday season. Stay safe. Don't feed your pets table scraps. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next year. <laughs>